Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the ABC show with me, Abe, the host. Today, I have a very special guest today, Luna. Hi, Luna. How are you? Hi there. How's it going? Things are good. How are you? Things are good. Things are good. You know, we're settling down. I think we're, we're doing well these days, especially with the pandemic days. But anyway, I want you to tell the audience, who are you and what do you do? Sure thing. So I'm someone who loves the outdoors. I travel a lot. I'm super active. I'm a very curious person that's always exploring. I love designing solutions. I'm someone who thinks like an engineer and works in a world of business. Professionally, I'm the founder and CEO of The Good Mood Company, a health tech startup that tackles a serious problem of the modern day human, and that's feeling drained. I also advise um, RPL, uh, the JV with UCL on their integration of blockchain into the real estate industry because I have a real estate background, but we'll get to that later. I also mentor at London School of Economics and um, LSE and uh, UCL. Wow, fantastic. That's, um, I like how you have uh, a rich background and experience, you know, uh, both doing health, uh, you're doing food, you're also doing real estate, mentorship. I, I like well-rounded individuals. That's, that's fantastic. So let's talk more about your current, what you're doing right now. So tell me more about the company and how did that come up with and, you know, what is it all about? So the Good Mood Co. is uh, a solution that I designed for myself. So I woke up one day in my mid-20s and I realized that I'm super drained. So I'm meant to be in the prime of my health and the prime of my youth. And yet I'm someone who, you know, is healthy. I do work hard. I travel a lot. I go out. I have a healthy social life. But why am I tired? So I looked around me, I observed around me, and I wasn't the only one. So I went into research and I live in the UK, in London. And the outcome of my research was mind blowing. You know, 74% of the population is stressed. So they report stress on a monthly basis. Uh, over 80% of the population have sleeping problems. So the UK is a restless nation. It's a stressed nation. And to add to that, over half the population at any one time, 50% of them report digestive issues that have affected their quality of life. So for me, I kind of narrowed down, you know, the, the modern day society and how it affects the body into these three different, um, the three different uh, elements that govern how we feel. So the, the brain, the gut and sleep. Um, and so I designed a solution, a formulation for myself that I started taking. Uh, I went to natural supplements first because I grew up in a household of natural supplements. So it was natural for me to go to naturals first as opposed to chemicals uh, or pharmaceuticals. Um, I did a very thorough research, ran my little formulation of 12 nutrients through a nutritionist and it was okay to go. And I started taking it and I started feeling so much better. And then my friends heard about it and they wanted to try it. I said, okay, at your own risk, but please tell me how you feel. And so it kind of outgrew my direct circle of friends to their wider network. And I would get calls uh, from people that I didn't know of, of, hey, I'm having a burnout at work. What supplements do I take? Or I'm about to go to a music festival. What supplements do I take? So kind of like the, the audience of who wanted to take the, the, you know, who was drained. It was everything from hard workers to parents to party animals. 
Um, and when things started slowing down in, in the UK after Brexit, I had more space and time to think about my formulation. And I used that space and time to, to take this small list of 12 nutrients and expand it to 36 to run it by neurologists, sleepologists, nutritionists, to do a lot more research and do a smoke test. Because this, could this formulation really be beneficial to more than my wider group of friends? And so that's how it started. And, and, and then we kind of, um, we launched last summer. And the whole idea is to offer people who are drained, which is the majority of the population, an easy, natural, affordable solution that's also vegetarian and eco-friendly because that's what um, you know a lot of people care about these days. So that's that's who we are. We, we outgrew our physical product as well. So now we're talking about digital good mood because we are physical humans living in a digital world and we need to kind of come up with um, an all-encompassing solution that's both physical and digital for it to actually work. Wow, wow, that's, uh, that's amazing. And is it like more of a supplement? Like, cause I, I just, you lost me there for a bit. Because uh, I know it was all healthy and natural. And I think top of my head right now, I can think of at least three places where I've worked at where I would have definitely needed something, some of your products because, you know, certain deliverables and certain times, um, especially if, you know, you work either in consulting or you work in, in heavy stress um, workplaces, you, you, you tend to burn out fast. You know what I mean? Like eight digital or um, advertising agencies is another place that I've worked at and I, I failed oh, every single time I felt drained or burned out. You know that feeling when you open up your inbox and you have like a hundred unread emails and you're like, you're like, you know what? I'm not even gonna chug away. I'm just gonna close that and go somewhere else. You know, that is the feeling that usually get out. And that's, you know, that's signs of you're burned out obviously, but also how do you pick yourself up and, 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 and go is something that I always struggled with. And I, I, I'm hoping your product would definitely help me re-energize and get back into my routine. Uh, that's a good example. So, you know, when you, when you are in a stressful situation, it, the stress itself goes, it takes you into this negative cycle. So you're stressed during the day, you probably don't sleep well, you wake up next day also feeling stressed and stress itself impacts your gut's microbiome, which essentially governs around 20 different um, amino acids. So even serotonin, 90% of serotonin is produced in your gut and stress unbalances all of that. So if your gut's unhappy because you're stressed, um, and, and your, you know, your body is not functioning well because of stress. So if you're physically, if you're physically more prepared to, to be calmer and to be healthier, and then you can add the health hacks and lifestyle tips that digital good mood can give you, sure. then, then you can kind of face these situations more prepared. Nice. So tell me more about where do you see you and this product in, let's say three years, like, like I want to understand what else are you going to bring into the table or are you going to expand internationally or like, what is your plan for the next, you know, three years at least? I'm, I'm not going to say five years because that's light years away in my opinion. So, so in three years time, I'd like to see the good mood in music festivals. 
I'd like to see the good mood, um, you know, selling in, in different geographical locations that we we've identified. Um, and, and that being, you know, in, in different um, offerings. So we want to be in parts of events like weddings. Uh, we want to be part of like corporate wellness. Uh, we've also like we've already partnered up with co-working spaces, yoga and surf retreats. And we just see the next three years being more and more of that expansion before we launch more products. That being said, we're definitely open and we are going to be, uh, you know, further adding value to our current offering, both in physical terms and in digital terms, but without launching necessarily new products. So the expansion for us in the next three years is going to be um, just distribution in the UK, in Europe, in the US, where we get uh, a lot of sales without any marketing uh, in the time being in the Middle East uh, because of, uh, you know, uh, you know, reasons of, of uh, good networks that we have in the Middle East. And, and so that's where we see ourselves. Amazing, that's amazing. And so to build to, to that conversation, so, you know, you know what a BHAG is, right? So the BHAG is like the big, hairy, audacious goals or ambitious goals, I call them. So, you know, and usually it's defined by a number, but it's usually more of a 10 to 20 year plan. So for mm -hmm. this, the MOOTCO, where do you see it in 10 years then? Like, like do you see it? Um, you know, hundreds of millions of people, you know, using it or like, like, what is your realistic goal? Like, give me your output, give me your like, your long term uh, vision for that. Yeah, and let's keep this qualitative. I mean, I want to make good mood mainstream, not just, you know, the physical product, but the actual people to pe for people to have the right tools to feel good and feel prepared. Because I think that, you know, modern day society is quite negative and stressed and strained and restless. And what we'd like to offer is a solution to that for the human to be more empowered and more happy and positive. I, li I like I like the statement you said. I want to make people feel good. I, you don't you don't hear that a lot from people. That's uh, it's honestly very noble, and I, I really like that. That's super cool. So okay, so you didn't really touch on that point. I know you want it to be mainstream, but like, can you give me a number of people? Like you know, let's be ambitious. So, I mean, I'm going to give you um, an idea of, of where I'd like this to be in the long term. I want to be the next Red Bull. Oh, wow. Something natural, that's natural energy uh, that, you know, doesn't necessarily promise to give you wings, but <laughs> that, can, that can help you be happier. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that, that's a good BHAC. So that's very specific. I like that. Yes, and I think that, you know, we are also building a positive ecosystem around us. So we've partnered up with Positive News Agency. We talk about positive data consumption, We're tying in everything from like mental health to physical, physical wellness, like breathing exercises and, and stretches. So we're just trying to bring everything an easy solution that's also affordable, uh, you know, that, that's part of our positive ecosystem as well. Oh, that sounds super cool, honestly, super cool. So, okay, let's, let me switch gears here. And let me talk about your past. You know, you said that you were in real estate, switching gears from especially real estate where people who do real estate, in my opinion, are usually very dedicated to real estate and they never leave it because it is exciting. I have to be honest, like um, I have a couple of family members who do a lot of real estate and I and I, I worked with a lot of, you know, I worked for Divisa.com, which at that time still is in the UAE, one of the biggest real estate, uh, you know, platforms that people can either sell or rent their platforms. So, so tell me more about how, you know, what made you switch? That's kind of a drastic switch. 
Okay, sure. So I'm going to tackle this question in different kind of avenues. And the first one is, so I've gathered a lot of experience in real estate. I do love real estate um, as kind of an investment asset. It's something that I understand that I do very well in. And I'm using all of my knowledge in real estate today to advise RPL on their integration of blockchain to real estate. So I'm gonna tell you kind of my journey a little bit of how I started thinking differently about real estate. By the way, I ran my own um, real estate advisory firm for, for five years, Wingate White. We're based in the UK, we had an office in Dubai, and we were working with clients on their investments into the UK real estate market, mostly commercial. I realized that a, a machine is going to take my job in 15 years. So okay. I went and summit in Lisbon and, um, and I, I started meeting all these people. I wanted to know who is working in the tech industry? Who are they? How do they think? Um, and how can I stop being, you know, in, in kind of like the, the um, I don't know, the, the end of the curve that's just dying out and start innovating. So when, especially when Brexit happened and the market was very dry and very difficult, it was going through a huge downturn, it was changing. And then, you know, now COVID happened uh, this year as well. So it's kind of like, do I just want to be, you know, reactive or do I want to be part of the people who are making technology, who are innovative in the real estate industry and, and how can I add to that? And so I, I started thinking about real estate technology before I started the Good Mood Company. And then the opportunity for the Good Mood Company came to me. It was the right time. It, it, a lot of things lined up for me. And so it was, you know, kind of like a, a question of, do I want to pivot? And for me, the answer was very clear. I'm going to pivot because I had gathered suitable experience to be able to start a company and run it. I had the right character for it. Um, you know, I, I was part of, it's just the trend as well of, of this healthcare, natural supplements, wellness industry is oh. high growth. Uh, and we're integrating a tech element to it, which is also very, very interesting and innovative and competitive. I had the right funds to start the company from, from my savings. Um, and I had the right network to, to launch it. So, and to be honest, I'm going to tell you this last, last thing. It's a lot more exciting. <laughs> it's a lot more exciting than real estate. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I can, I, I believe you, you know, um, the problem is with real estate, um, it's not a sexy business. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm not going to say harassing customers, but you, you know, you have to do a lot of follow-ups and it, I know it's, I call them CRM buys, you know, like a house, a car, something that you don't buy on impulse or you don't buy daily. Uh, or, you, know, you, don't, you know, some people, most of the people on earth buy it once a lifetime, right? Like a house. Um, so it, it gets really difficult. You need to be super open uh, in, you know, how on creative and how to attract a lot of customers because you're going to have to keep people in your pipeline, you know, and sometimes as well, some of the properties that you, you need to move, let's be honest, they're like, you, you wouldn't live there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like um, I, I've never done real estate. I, I, I bought my own house, obviously, and I've, I've done all of that. But the crap that I saw until I found something that I kind of liked was like six months of, how about this plan? How about this? So I genuinely don't know how my realtor could stand me after like six months, you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. especially after, you know, seeing me and calling him and he's calling me and, you know, you need a special personality for that, honestly. Like if you're thinking about residential real estate, 
the industry goes way beyond that. You've got, you know, developments for student housing. If you're, it's a commercial asset, uh, elderly homes, you've got hospitals, yeah. uh, you know, educational yeah, assets. Yeah. So there's this whole commercial side to it that, that spans from infrastructure all the way to to a lot of different you know assets that we've that we've uh, that I've mentioned. And I, I so agree. I agree. It, no, it, I, I agree 100%. And it is it is exciting, but I think it's it's just very slow moving. Yeah. Uh, and I think the focusing on the UK real estate um, you know industry, which was my my specialty for the last um, six years, I see it downturn. So. Uh, it was, you know, do I want to try and, and, and cut costs and adapt and try really hard to find opportunity, which sure, I failed to sure, sure. Or do I want to be part of a growing industry where I have an innovative idea and, and good um, qualification to, to grow? I 100% agree with you. And, um, you know, when we were talking like about the real estate, obviously, when you talk about the people, that's the first thing that pops in people's heads. And it, we did have our share of uh, commercial uh, experiences with either renting, buying, or even having analysis of certain areas, uh, you know, we've built, you know, we used to build call centers for companies across all of MENA. And, you know, obviously a part of building something is it has to be on, a, you know, on a public transportation, uh, you know, because there's a lot of pe people coming in and out, uh, you know, even the data infrastructure, taco infrastructure played a lot. It wasn't just, oh, I like this building, let's go right there. It was never like that, you know what I mean? And it, how ready people are and how ready things, you know, were. And and then when 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 I started working at Dubizzle, we looked into all of that data, uh, you know, analysis of certain areas. We were asked all, of, all about that stuff. And believe me when I tell you, we used to get something like uh, 20,000 listings, a, a brand new listings a week on our website. So and then getting data out of that, you know, how many people touched the ad, how many people contacted the real estate, you know, that was all exciting, you know, but again, it's not something in wellness, you know, wellness is right now becoming super hot, uh, especially after the pandemic, people started, including myself, started better taking care of myself, uh, mm -hmm. really wanted to live my life. Um, according to what I want and not according to a certain schedule or whatever. That's talking about me. And I'm sure that resonates with you as well. Um, you know, I think it's, uh, there's this whole like wellness revolution uh, where there, and people want to feel better and, and they're ready to, to spend a bit more uh, time and money um, on, on that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I want to ask you, so what does Luna regret in the last 10 years? Oh, <laughs> and I think for me, that's a clear one. Uh, so I studied mechanical engineering at UCL with business finance at LSC. It was a dual degree. And then I went straight to do my, my project management, project and enterprise management at UCL. And right after that, I started working as a project manager at the mayor of London's investment arm, where I was basically managing projects from Europe, Middle East, Africa, uh, the companies that wanted to move into the London economy. Uh, so we'd help them hit the ground running. And one of the things that I regret not doing uh, is going and trying engineering for a couple of years. So I never gave engineering a chance. I, you know, I graduated top five in my class. I loved renewable energy, but then I just never gave it a chance. Um, and I'm, I'm always curious about that. I have a feeling that things worked out for you. So that's not something <laughs> that you, uh, you know, like some people say I should have taken that job. You know what I mean? Like what people don't know is like I graduated from child psychology. Like I have a child psychology degree. 
degree, by the way. So uh, yet they were never, I've never also worked in child psychology. Um, I always uh, really liked working with kids. Uh, my mom had a kindergarten and I, you know, in university and I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? Maybe I'll take over the family business. And I think that's the reason why I studied it. And for, for me, I never took any social science in high school. I was like your typical Arab who took chemistry, biology, math, you know, the whole wanted to become either a doctor or an engineer. And then I took, I generally took a psychology course first year university and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And I, that's why I wanted to pursue it more. And, but do I regret never working in my degree? Um, kinda no, because a lot of times when you're ta talking to clients or talking to some, you know, stakeholders in any business, and I need to, you know, talk to them like children kind of thing. So that kind of helped, you know, understand <laughs> what's going on on that table, but, but that's how it is. But, uh, so cool. All right. So I, I promised that I would ask you uh, a curveball question. Um, so if you would be a superhero, who would you be? Or if you had a superpower, what would that be? Wow. Do I have to answer both? Uh, either or, but I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love it if you could do both. All right. Okay. Let's, let's think about the first one. So I think if, if it was like superheroes, I'm not really into Marvel and that kind of like comic whole thing. So it's going to have to be someone who like really changed the course of history. Someone like Ada Lovelace who like wrote the first algorithm. Actually, my favorite is going to be Heidi Lamar. Okay. No, wait, wait, I changed that. Daphne Oram. <laughs> okay. okay. She's basically invented electronic music. Uh, she, she kind of, yeah, I mean, her work really, it, it helped shape the sounds and songs that I listen to today. And I'm, I'm a big fan of music. Okay. Uh, uh, so she also was, I think, a hero because she kept on doing her inventions and innovating, despite her being in a very kind of sexist, uh, you know, strong, institutionalized BBC at the time. And she was a female uh, going against uh, a lot of challenges and still, and she had got laid off, by the way. Uh, that's, uh, I have to say that is the most unique answer I got. So thank you, Luna, for that. That's uh, pretty cool. And I actually did learn something today, which is fantastic. Uh, I learned a lot, but just this one is something, you know, I'm a, I like music too, and I like, do like a lot of electronic music as well. So um, that's something I didn't know. So uh, thank you for that. Before we close, is there anything would you like to tell my audience? I mean, that's very broad. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, be brave, be positive and be calm and things will work out well. Um, and yeah, and enjoy your, your time here on earth. Well, here you have it again. Thank you very much, Luna, for, you know, having this conversation. I did, uh, I did thoroughly enjoy this. This was really, really good. We do have a hashtag called hashtag real talk, no nonsense. Uh, I knew a lot about, you know, both the wellness aspect and real estate that I honestly didn't want. And then I did learn something about uh, music as well and electronic music in, in specific. Uh, until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Amazing, Bye -bye. thank you, that was super fun.